0: Sunday evening. I welcome you to Brain Crash. I'm your host, Michael. So for this second episode, I really wanted to talk about my experience with virtual reality. And if you never experienced virtual reality, you really need to. Like, I'm not talking about some cheap-ass headset you can buy at Walmart or Amazon for, like, under a 100 bucks, and you need to put your phone. That's not the same experience. I know that VR headsets, the good ones, are expensive. But if you can, you know, if you have the money aside, and you want to do something different get a virtual reality headset, get a VR headset. And the one that I recommend because, yeah, the one that I recommend will be an Oculus Quest first generation. You can say, well, there's a second generation. Why can't you tell me to go buy that one? Well, the first and the second, they don't have big difference that makes you go oh my god this is a totally big difference no there's actually a decrease if you go to the second generation because of the first one the displays are oled and if you know what oled means you will get perfect pitch darks and beautiful colors because if you have an oled or qled tv you would understand and the second generation of the oculus quest is lcd which you know you don't have the pitch nicely darks, and well you can have good colors with lcd but it's totally a difference if you have OLED but there's a good side about the second generation is it's 90 Hertz compared to the first generation it's 75 Hertz but that's not a really big difference you know if it was 60 to 90 okay or even 60 to 120 now you see the difference but 75 to 90 that's not a difference that your eyes will notice you know if it was if the first generation was 60 and then you bump up to 90 okay that's almost twice you will see a bit of a difference but not as much one thing about the second gen that is good it's lightweight for the people that knows and have a first gen Oculus quest, after a while it gets heavy. You know, I'm not saying that after thirty minutes you meet, you're sweating your head off and you're so freaking tired because it's so heavy you get a headache and your neck hurts. No. Not into that point, but after a while, like I would say, an hour and a half of straight gaming, no pause, you could have a bit of a fatigue on your neck. But I did almost two hours and a half, and I was okay. So, and I never tried a second. But uh, I've seen a lot of reviews that uh, they always say that it's lighter. And it I can see it's smaller, so yeah, I can see why it's lighter. And the price, they're not of a big difference. Well, the newer one, which is the second gen, because you can't find the first gen brand new anymore. Oculus doesn't make them. You can go with the 60 gig which is basically 399 or it well that's us so i no actually let me see oh yeah okay so it's 399 canadian for the 60 gig and if you want more i think there's the 256 gigs and that goes up to 500 bucks so yeah it's expensive it's basically like buying a console so but that's why I'm saying to go to the first gen you can find them used for 250 to two to 300 that's for the 60 gigs one I rarely saw the higher one for the gigs the higher gigs version I always see 60 gigs so if you get one that the higher if you see one with the higher gigs and it's not too expensive for your budget get it just get it you won't regret it the only so that's the difference between price and that's why i'm telling you well you know it's just my opinion if you want to buy the second gen buy the second gen but i would go with the first gen right now there's no bigger there's not too much of a big difference to go with the second gen the remotes are the same they're the second gen or pretty more rounded for the tips so a bit more comfortable but there's no difference between and they're using the same sensors the second has a better microphone i never had problems with my mic with the first gen but i keep well i keep hearing on when i go online people with the first gen I and mean, their mics that sucks horrible excuse me horrible sound coming out of their mics but with mine didn't have no problem so first we're gonna talk about a little bit of the history of vr The first time we hear, well, we actually saw the name virtual reality, was in the 1800s. So that's how far back people were thinking about virtual reality. But the first virtual reality kind of style machine was invented in 1957. And it was called the Sensoroma. It's not a headset. Excuse me. It's not a headset. It's a big arcade 80s style machine that you sit. You put your head inside of the screen. And then you watch 3D movies. And it will... Vibrate with the terrain. It will put a fan, so you can. If the movies there's winds, you're gonna feel the wind, and they have a little bit of perfume. So if like if you're in the jungle and there's winds, you will feel the wind, and you will like smell a bit of the tropical jungles. So that was big back then, well for the for the fifties. But the first headset was invented in 1968 and it was big it was really big you know when it's first tech technology it's not the prettiest and it was a room size scale headset so like like yeah It would cover your eyes but the electrical wires the sensors it's basically it it took the size of a room so it wasn't portable so that's a little bit of the origins and the first gaming vr headset was from sega Back in the 90s. You know. Back then. It was all. The big three. Was Sega. Nintendo. And Sony. In the 90s. So Sega. In CES. The Consumers Electronic Show. Which is. If you're a tech geek like me. You know what CES means. It's like Christmas for tech geeks. So. Sega in 93 showed their first VR headset for gaming but they never released it it could I didn't find why they never released it you know it could be that after the Sega their last console the dream I I think it's the dreamcast yeah after the failed of the Sega Dreamcast, I don't think Sega wanted to release something new and not pretty popular around that time. But one company did. It was Nintendo. The Nintendo released the Virtual Boy in '95, but it failed miserably and it only lasted one year yeah so it was basically between 95 and 96 they released it and they canceled it 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 cost at that time 300 bucks and it was big like very big i've seen it one in real life and i was like oh my god this thing is huge you need first of all there's no portability with the virtual boy, nothing, you, you need a table, a pretty good sized table, because you have to put the headset into onto a stand, so you can play, there is a headband, if you want, but by the size of it, that will be so uncomfortable, and I don't think it's achievable. So yeah, so you would put the headset into a stand so you can basically put your face inside of it. The controllers are wired and they weren't the best, comfortable, good looking controller. Just imagine the N64 controller, but worse. Yeah. And it's failed because it was black and red. Yeah, the games were black and red. Around that time, Nintendo had the N64 and it was pretty good 3D graphics at that time, even though that PlayStation was better. But I don't know why they made a VR headset black and red when they can make 3D in beautiful colors. And I know virtual reality at that time could be very hard, but why black and red? Like... I I did a little bit of research, and people were complaining about massive headaches after just ten minutes of using it. Ten minutes, and you can have lots of massive headaches. Yeah, that's a failed. So that's why they stopped it. But Nintendo released another VR. It's for the Switch but it's kind of vr it's basically the nintendo labo if you don't know what nintendo labo is it's basic it's the cardboard that you can make stuff the controllers for the switch controllers so it it's a cardboard vr headset that you put your switch inside and then you can play virtually but there's only a problem with this VR Cardboard. It only supports two games. Mario Odyssey and Zelda Breath of the Wild. So, if you don't have those two games, that will be a stupid mistake to buy because you know, it's a hundred bucks. You can put that a hundred bucks and save up to buy an Oculus but the first company who really blew up vr was oculus because in 2012 oculus started a kickstarter for their first vr headset which was called the oculus rift and to everybody's Surprised everybody was surprised that it succeeded so much that Facebook Bought them the next year for two billion dollars That's a lot of dough And because Facebook knew That VR had a potential and the future will be VR But because of oculus between 2016 and 2017 we got a lot of VR headsets that came out what I mean a lot I mean a lot and the price range was ridiculous you can buy a VR headset the cheapest one $15 and if you got a lot of money to flex the most expensive one right now you can buy is at $9,000. And this one is apparently 15K displays. So that's why it's so expensive. You know, we just got 8K TVs, and those are expensive. And uh, those two displays that you have, that you have in a headset, there are 15K displays that's a lot of pixels but at the start around 2019 2020 the uh, the headsets of VR that you need your mobile they're declining they're declining because you it how can I say it The technology can't advance with mobile VR, and when I mean mobile, I mean using your smartphone. Because you know, even though there's smartphone coming up every year, every year there's new smartphones. The technology gets better and better because of that fast-paced. Some developers can't reach that modern new technologies it will take time it takes time to create games you know so that's why that the industry can go faster than a game developer that but the mobile vr headsets the one that you can bring everywhere those are booming the technology is awesome and since A lot of their games are made by the VR company. The games, they step up their game. But the better, it's not the same experience if you had a VR headset that plugs into your PC because those games are even better. But plugging in to your PC you know you have a wire it's not mobile why the oculus quest is so popular it's because it's mobile you can if your wi-fi reaches outside of your house for you know you so you can play outside you can play outside vr if you have pretty good wi-fi signal outside you can play it because The headset allows it. You create your own boundaries on where you want your virtual bubble to be. So if you have good connection outside, you know, your backyard, just go there and and now you can have a large, a large area to play. You can move in VR. You know, when you move forward, the sensors will know you're moving forward, but into nice, big areas of games sometimes. You have to move with the joystick because you don't have a gymnastics, uh, Olympic gymnastics-sized room to play with. But if you're playing outside, you can start moving. So it's a pretty difference that's why with the mobile for the phones you can't really do that because they don't have all the sensors they have a little bit of the tech but it's mostly because of the game they only do 3d you know you can so you can move 360 that's the only thing with uh, VR from mobile but if you're using a properly VR headset well, it's not just a 360. They know when you move. They know when you duck. They know when you jump. Because of the sensors that they have. So that's what I'm saying. If you did the mobile VR, that's not the good VR you need to try. You need to try the headsets, the Oculus Quest. Or if you know somebody that's using an Oculus Rift, which is plugged to the TV, and it's a bit better because they have sensors, extra sensors that you can add to your walls. So now, you don't need to trace every time, because with the Quest, sorry, because with the Quest, you have to trace your surroundings. But with the Rift, the sensors will already know how big your surrounding is, so, you can have a larger display, uh, well, yeah, display of playing field, that's what I mean. And the games, a lot of the games won't be different. Some games will make you feel like, there's one game, the Star Wars game. If you're a big fan of Star Wars, you're going to be feeling yeah, Yaya, yeah, you're a goddamn best Jedi in the world. When I first tried this Star Wars game. I don't remember the game. Well, I mean the name of the game. I don't remember it. But when, when I tried it for the first time. I was shocked because. I was using the force. The little kid inside me was screaming of joy. Because I always wanted to use the force. It's like watching the forest is like yo i i was just spreading my arm reaching for the lightsaber on the ground it was very far away and it came up to me And i was, I was amazed you can't have that feeling if you're sitting right in front of a screen and you're playing with a controller that's not the same feel when you lift your arm and in that game the arm that you're lifting it's doing the same movements as you are doing and you're reaching for that lightsaber and when it comes to you you feel like a total badass and when you open up that lightsaber and the controllers are vibrating at the same time as that lightsaber coming up you feel like you're in the game and you're a badass jedi that wants to destroy dark vader because in that game you need to kill dark vader and you can't have that experience in playing a console or a, a video game in a computer you know, you can, you can have a 49 ultra-wide curved monitor and you can play a racing game with racing wheels and pedals and shifters. Yeah, that's fun. But they won't be the same in virtual reality because when you put that headset and you play a racing game, it's different because you're in the game. You feel it. so that's why you're going to have the best experience of your life playing VR it's i tried it to old people and they're freaking out because that's the best reactions to see is the old people like middle-aged people that never saw this technology and there's a roller coaster game That it, you're sitting down. You're not even moving. Nothing. You're sitting down, and that roller coaster makes you feel that you're like in a real roller coaster. It even makes you give you a little bit of motion sickness. I know for a lot of people, they play VR and motion sickness. That's why they can't play. It. it, It's too much for them. They're gonna puke. But for some of people, for some of other people like me, who doesn't get affected by much by motion sickness it gives you a little adrenaline boost when you're doing that roller coaster and when I saw my girlfriend grandfather using the VR it wasn't a properly VR headset it was the Google daydream where where you need to put the phone but it's the same experience for that and seeing them freak the hell out, <laughs> like it was sorcery, that was funny. But even for the newer generations, and they want to try VR headsets, they're going to freak the hell out. I've tried, I well, I made one of my friends, shout out to Justin. What's up, bruh? I made him try the VR headset that I have, and seeing his reaction was priceless. This guy was, like, discovering a new world, a new meaning of life when he was playing this. He was freaking out. And like, he almost started crying. <laughs> no joke. It was, like, so much a surprise to him that VR is like that. So, like, but you know, you need to be a big fan of VR. You're going to get impressed even though you're not a big tech person. But if you're really into tech and you love vr oh you're gonna have the most amazing time ever there's this game it's almost a war simulator and it's so, so realistic you know your gun is attached to your gun stand i don't know how it it calls i know it's not a gun stand but you need to pick up the gun like in real life you want to reload it you do it like in real life take the clip you need to get the new clip from the belt so it's basically almost the same thing but you know if you die you don't die in real life and you can duck you can peek up from the wall you know there's a wall in their game not in real life but in the game you can just go close to the wall Just put your head, pick it up, give a little peek, and it knows that you're just moving your head. You're not; it's not moving your body. But when you start moving, the whole body, it knows. That's how crazy that how VR nowadays are. And there's a lot of bad things that people are saying for VR that. You're losing reality. You know, I know some people will like more to be in the virtual reality than to be in real life. But if you're starting to have problems in your real life and you just want to go to virtual reality, well, you should talk about it. Because virtual reality, you know, it's virtual. not real you can't make your problems go away if you have problems go talk to someone you know don't don't let everything to be inside of you if you have problems well that was a bit of, uh, of the distraction of VR I also want to talk about what futures of VR will be because you know, the big company who's making the best VR right now is Oculus. You know, they were Samsung, they were Google, they were uh, HTC. But they weren't popular because of Oculus. Well, also because, uh, you know, Oculus got bought by Facebook, so they had a lot of money to produce a good headsets but i was i i was watching a video with uh, mark zuckerberg who who is the ceo of facebook who you know the guy who created facebook basically and he was saying the future of vr will be amazing and he talked about you know nowadays people are using zoom or google meets you know a camera Video calls that 's what people are doing nowadays because we're we living a pandemic, but he was saying that in the future, video calls will be out. It will be no more video calls. It will be that you 're putting little glasses, almost sunglass feeling so you don 't need to big uh, put a big headset, so you put them glasses on and it will transport you into a virtual reality, and then you can have your meetings there. There's a lot of big companies that are using this right now, like Microsoft. They have a headset, which is called Microsoft HoloLens, and it's not made for gaming, but it's, Also, not virtual reality. It's augmented reality, which it's almost the same, but they are pretty different. So the difference between augmented reality and virtual reality is virtual, you're well, you're in a virtual world, a world that does not exist. Augmented reality is you're using the real world, but you're transporting fake objects into this reality so you can see them but if you touch them you won't feel anything because they're not there they are reality they are a fake object in real life so augmented reality is pretty cool because you know one big game that i think which is using augmented reality is Pokemon Go. If you play Pokemon Go, well, that's basically augmented reality. A Pokemon shows up, you know, in in your backyard. It's not there, but you see it in real life. You see the background is in real life, but the Pokemon itself is 3D and is not there. So that's why augmented that's the difference i mean between augmented reality and microsoft their headsets they're more for augmented realities so when you do a meeting everybody's gonna see that uh, i don't remember the name but everybody's gonna see that fake object of yours you're trying to see man there's a name for that but I don't remember the name, and it's like the tip of my thumb, and it doesn't want to come out. So, so I remember the name. It's a hologram. That's what I wanted to say. They're seeing your holograms. Augmented reality is just glorified holograms. And another company that apparently they're going to make a nice 8K headset is Apple. Apple is making a heads- virtual reality headset. But you know you know Apple, it's going to cost a lot. It's going to cost $3,000. That's what they say. And both displays, because in their h- headset of VR, there's two displays for each of your eyes. And those displays for Apple, they're going to be 8K. which if you think about, that's a lot of pixels, and you should say, why so many? Well, the less pixels per square inch, you can see it in by naked eye closely. You know, those displays are very close to your eyes. Even for the Oculus Quest, you can, sometimes you can see the pixels so if you're using a higher quality display like 4k or even 8k for apple you won't see the pixels so close because there would be so many pixels per square inch that you will basically need like a magnifier to see them and Apparently that display, well, not display. I mean the VR headset for Apple. They will track your hand movements, your eye movements, and it would have a light other a light sensor for AR. So I'm hoping. Well, you know, three thousand dollars. I don't have that kind of money to spend on a VR headset. But they say it's mostly for business like microsoft is doing it's not for gaming but uh, for the gaming side of the headset apparently this year in 2021 oculus gonna come out with the quest 3 i didn't see the specs for quest 3 but i hope the quest 3 will be 120 hertz oled display and well you know just better batteries better sensors but the big thing for a reality headset is the display and the quality of the hertz you know you go higher than 120 it will be smoother the animations will be so much smoother you can see the difference between 20 and 60 hertz and the led well the display itself which if you put oled it will be more better more beautiful more color accurate so that's why it's that's that's why i I hope that the quest 3 will have that So that wraps up pretty much this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and made you want to buy a VR headset. I'm pretty grateful that you, again, taking your time to listen to this. And if you want to follow me on social media, I will link my Instagram into the show notes. And I will have soon a Twitter for this podcast and and that's it have a good night peace